welcome to We Forgive You, the show where we formally forgive your favorite's worst films. I'm Alex Fernandez, a writer at Places. And I'm Sarah Sorrentino, associate editor at Talk Film Society. That's it. That's all I do. How you doing, Sarah? Oh, that's it? Yeah, that's fucking it. Um, I'm doing good. <laughs> doing good. I might be a little on edge, but that's all. Yeah. I mean, that's what happens when you're Austin's uh, own superhero, so... It's hard. It's hard being this angry and, and tiny. Yeah, where do you keep it all? There's just no room for all that anger. I don't know where it comes from. Deep, deep, deep down. Oh. Uh, deep. I see. We got some brooding in here. Cool. Brood. We're like, we're like, we're edgy now, I guess. Have you ever seen The Brood? Like, you know, like, what's his name's The Brood? Uh, Clive Barker's The Brood? I don't know who Clive Barker is. Are you looking this up as we talk? Yeah. Okay. Oh, it's David Cronenberg's The Brood. Sorry. I can I confuse my creepy boys, honestly. Exactly. Okay, so we're both not like we're not horror aficionados over nah. here. I love me some John Carpenter, don't get me wrong. John Carpenter I fuck with constantly. That's literally the problem. I mix up Carpenter and Cronenberg and I feel really bad. Cause technically I know the difference. Yeah. I I just don't know if I can fuck with Cronenberg, like I got I got a bit of a yuckum factor when it comes to movies. The bird's not too bad. Yeah. No, the bird's pretty good. I saw it last October at um, Dismember the Alamo, which is Alamo Draft House's like marathon of horror movies. I somehow got like a really tame year though because I apparently the year before somebody like pooped out a knife or something, like one of the movies. That's what happened in the movie. Like, shout out a knife. Whoa. Okay. I'm happy to hear it wasn't in real life, which is what I immediately thought. Yeah, some guy in front of me was, like, watching the bird and just <laughs> immediately shout out a knife. It's crazy. That's wild. That's the shit that happens out here. Yeah, you know what? I think I'll stay where I'm at. Yeah, don't you move know, here. It's I'm weird. good. It's 106 degrees <laughs> today, Alex. Don't move here. Oh, Jesus. Don't come here. It's not great. Can we... <laughs> Can we just get a good temperature going? Yeah, let's Come just stick on. to it. Let's one good day. We get one good day, and then we don't we don't change the temperature again. Yeah, because I'm wincing at that 106 over there. But at the same time, I got in my car today after work, and it was 102. So it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? I love it when we talk about weather on a podcast. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's. I think that's what they're here for. You want some local chat? <laughs> they just want to hear us talk about our respective weathers. I love it when we get local. We gotta start, like, hashtagging our towns and stuff, like, hashtag Melbourne, Florida. What's up, Melbourne heads? It's your boy, Alex and Sarah, and we're here talking to you live. We're gonna play some more Sublime 311 <laughs> right after this. What if amber really is the color of your energy? Come on, listen to this song oh, and we'll find God. out. <laughs> Literally, that's all they play there. That's all they play is... There's one more band. Oh, Offspring. Hoobastank? Offspring oh, 311. Fuck. Yo, they play one Hoobastank song. It's, I like Hoobastank. Don't talk bad about Hoobastank. Oh, no, it wasn't Hoobastank that was on the Halo 2 soundtrack. It was uh, Incubus. Sorry. Oh, good. Thanks for telling me. Yeah, just want to update you on the Halo 2 soundtrack. We got Breaking Benjamin. We got Incubus, but no Hoobastank. I get them confused because they're H and I. They're really close on the alphabet there. When I'm browsing through my iPod shuffle... Uh, which is a thing you can do. Do you only download songs, like, obscure songs from Halo soundtracks? Yeah, I mean, I did have the Halo 2 soundtrack for a time. I think somebody stole it from me, though, which is fair. 
Hey, do you remember the Spider-Man 2 soundtrack with Dashboard Confessional? No. That's... What? Ooh. So good, dude. Probably one of the best movie soundtracks I've ever heard. Yeah, yeah, but here's a counterpoint. Spider-Man 1 soundtrack, Hero by Nickelback, with an accompanying music video. I remember. I do remember this. Tell me that music video isn't fucking lit. Nickelback's on a rooftop, and Spider-Man... Yeah, the dashboard video was not that great because they just kind of copped out and just did, like, scenes from the movie. Ugh, cowards. I always appreciate when they go, like, farther and they're like, yeah, we're going to dress up our lead singer as Spider-Man. We're, the, we're, we're like, we're diegetically in the world of Spider-Man. Nickelback was on a rooftop in the world <laughs> of Spider-Man by Sam Raimi. That's, that's the He didn't I even like. stop as he swung by. He just was like, okay, cool, what's up? Yeah, he doesn't <laughs> give a shit. Starting's like, dude, there's a fucking house on fire i i can't be fucked honestly i appreciate the sentiment but i can't thanks for writing a song about me peace (laughs) okay this this podcast is now really obscure we gotta take it back all right well um do we want to talk about some popular subjects and uh current news topics yeah is it about papa john oh sarah (laughs) (laughs) oh sarah i am so glad you asked because we got a big papa update oh my god that's amazing I'm, i actually did not expect this to be about papa john i'm actually a little i'm tearing up a little bit oh right my now. god so oh you won't guess what this dude has done papa john has opened up a website called save <gasps> can we be a sponsor or something can, what can we do oh, what, how can we get involved I would love to be a part of the Safe Papa John's ARG experience. Oh my god. And this is a good web page too, Sarah. I'm looking at it right now. You got your header with uh, you know, your menu options, but the homepage has got a big old image of Papa John with his arms crossed at his home, and behind him is a fireplace with a picture a picture frame that says I Heart Papa on it. So wow. very on brand of Papa. Wow. And the text that says, I am Papa John. So it seems like uh, Papa John's trying to reclaim the business. There's a recent developments tab. There's a recent... Okay. Okay. Legal documents, statements, press releases, letters. This is... Damn. (laughs) Yo, Papa. (laughs) Oh, man. Did he really pay, like, a web designer to throw this shit together? Like, this is amazing. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is not Wix.com, dude. This is this is a custom job. Damn, he got the full code. That's like a few thousand dollars, Papa. You don't got that money anymore. Papa, Papa, you gotta take it easy. Take it slow, bud. <laughs> take it slow. Come on now. You're already paying for the lawyers, man. Come on. You can't afford this. Yeah, you know what it is? He probably got his sons, Trevor <laughs> and Jamper, and and he probably wait, asked them to wait, do it wait. for him. How did you just come up with Jamper? <laughs> How did you do that? <laughs> How do you have this gift for coming up with, like, random white people names all the time? I try to keep up, but Jamper's, like, too far. That was next level. I don't understand. You have a gift, and it's oddly specific to coming up with white people names. It's not a marketable skill. It is but not, no. I do get some enjoyment from it. I do like it. It's No, it's great. Which I guess is, my, is probably, like, one of my fundamental but quirky... Uh, faults as a human is that uh i pick skills based on how amusing they are to me and not so much whether or not i can make a living off of it (laughs) just seeing random white people it's always tyler 
It's always got to be Travis. Or it's Tyler. always a Tyler, Trevor, Jump, Gamper, and <laughs> Jamper. Is it Jamper? I changed it's it. Jamper. It's Gamper now. <laughs> I like Gamper better. It's You're a, right. It's You're always right. fucking, fucking Tyler and and fucking Joffrey, fucking Joffrey. Uh, Joffrey, that's okay. Come on now, now you're just taking him out of Game of Thrones. That's not even funny. No, he died. Okay, he's dead now. I haven't seen <laughs> it. I don't alert. know. Oh, you haven't even seen it, but you know that name. Yeah, I think this is your mutant power. You innately take in white-sounding names and just like spew them out. Yeah, as needed. I mean, somebody's ha- somebody has to. Anyway, savepapajohns.com. Oh my god. Oh god, Papa John. He misses us all very much. He literally says it. it it's this like one of the first lines on on the homepage is I miss you all very much, more than words can express. He just misses getting reach arounds from Peyton. Yep. On that note. <laughs> this is a podcast about movies, of course. Are you done talking about Papa John? Can we get to the goddamn movie? Yeah, I already plugged savepapajohns.com. People know. That's it. That was my papa update. That's my papa update for this week. We are going to talk about a movie that I didn't actually know the title of until yesterday. That's good. (laughs) I literally thought it was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. I even rented the movie and fully watched it, and I still thought it was Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Yeah, I mean, that's a sign of a good title right there. Do they have to put in the whole... Why? Yeah, it's the kingdom, you know? (laughs) What kingdom? It's the whole thing. I don't know. There was no kingdom. I don't know. It was just a bunch of, uh, like, half-naked tribal dudes that pop out of uh, the ground. And then we never see them again. I don't think stylistically this is a bad movie. It looks like an Indiana Jones film. It looks good enough. It looks pretty great, actually. Like, I'm not, I can't begrudge the, the look of it. It's shot on film. And for as much as people like to complain about the CG, I don't think it looks too egregious. Like... The movie has enough of a stylized look to it that it pulls off some stuff. And honestly, this movie's fine. I don't I don't particularly care for it, but I don't hate it. I, I, I don't know how you feel about this, Sarah, but as far as Indiana Jones is concerned, I don't really care too much about this franchise. This kind of makes us the worst people to, to talk about this film, though, because both of us are kind of like... Yeah, Harrison Ford, he's okay. Yeah. Yeah, Indiana Jones. I mean, maybe we missed the mark. Like, I don't think I watched Raiders for a while. I Yeah, I guess I didn't watch it in my formative years either. That might have made more of an impression. But I, I, at the same time, this is not a movie. I wouldn't have watched Raiders as a kid. Like, I just was not, like, a typical adventure serial kid. Like, I don't I don't really care about old man and his whips. Like, it's not really my thing. Speak for yourself. So like, <laughs> <laughs> so so like I, I I don't really like I appreciate the craftsmanship that goes into the movies and I enjoy them well enough. Don't get me wrong. This isn't a statement of like total apathy. It's just more like the concept of Indiana Jones as a franchise has never been tantalizing to me. Like I, I just don't. It doesn't have that much longevity to me, and I wasn't clamoring for another Indiana Jones movie. But then again, I'm not even sure that the fans of the franchise necessarily were. I don't re- exactly remember what the climate was back in, uh, in that uh, period of the 2000s, but... I mean, we have to think that 
this is pre-Star Wars, obviously pre-Star Wars. So the idea of Harrison coming back to one of these roles and then, you know, people really thought of him as really old looking when the film came out. And now I think, yeah, but he was even older in Star Wars and he looked bad there. He didn't look, he didn't look great there either. I, I do think Indiana Jones is part of like a really cool trilogy of movies that has popped up in this 21st century of ours in which Harrison Ford reprises roles and mostly has to deal with the fact that he, he had a child. <laughs> It's a cool trilogy of movies that he's made, and I really, I think it's really cool. I think Indiana Jones and Force Awakens and Blade Runner are a really cool trilogy that is like a testament to Harrison Ford's libido in the <laughs> throughout throughout the seventies and eighties. There's gonna be a DVD collection. Harrison Ford has a kid. Good <laughs> DVD collection. How's Harrison Ford gonna fail as a father this time? Uh, the Blu-ray collection. So, yeah, I don't particularly care for this franchise much, but I do appreciate it, and I don't know, I think even if we're kind of apathetic towards the franchise, it kind of gives us a little bit more, like, an objective ground to stand on as to the quality of this movie. Like, this movie feels like the result of an unwillingness to actually earnestly make another Indiana Jones film. Steven Spielberg was on record as to not wanting to make this movie. So, like, it kind of stands to reason that he would just make a- another Indiana Jones movie and just put whatever the fuck in it. I-, I think I think the biggest failure of this movie is the fact that it doesn't really give Indiana Jones any reason, a- any real character development, or any real reason to come back into the fold for another adventure. Yeah. And it wasn't something that really hit me back then when I saw it in theaters. In the years since, the Uncharted game franchise has developed. And in in the span of time since then, like I've played four Uncharted games. And the fourth Uncharted kind of feels like what the fourth Indiana Jones should have been. Even if you don't care about like the whiz-bang-pow like, appeal of like these fun, poppy adventure stories... Uh, you can really get behind, like, the character and how, what what happens to an adventurer after they've settled down and calmed down and are once again put back into the fold and, and what ramifications that has for that person's own personal life and uh, on themselves and sort of, like, actually digging deep into that. It's surprising because, I mean, like, if we're t- thinking about films that did did old man Harrison Ford better? I mean, Star Wars uh, had some character development for Han Solo's character. I mean, Blade Runner, I think even did it, but I really like him in Blade Runner. I didn't feel I didn't feel like he was like feeble, like he was yeah. actually like there. I felt like Harris, Harrison Ford was actually present for his character. Where this film, he does not feel present, and Star Wars, you can kind of see him being in and out. Where I, I mean, I loved. The Blade Runner sequel mm-hmm. um, a lot, but yeah, no. For the most part, I feel like they kind of focus too much on trying to get the style and those those stunts right, and they forgot all about trying to do any sort of. Though now that I think about it, I mean, how much character development did they do in the old films? Really, I mean, and that's fair, but I I, I do think that now was your chance, you know. Like there, there's a discernible gap between this film and the Last Crusade. So, how do you justify that? You justify it with one picture of his dead father. 
Yeah, I guess you just show Sean Connery for one second, and then you just forget about it. Yeah, everything felt like an Easter egg. This film, I mean, this film was already not really received well. I mean, a la that South Park episode. But imagine if it came out now. I mean, like, it would just be criticized all hell even more. In my opinion, it's not enough to, it's not bad enough to merit any kind of outrage. Everything's functional enough. It's just, I don't know. It's just such a missed opportunity. Especially if the the approach that was taken for the film, where, you know, it, it's been such a long time. The director didn't really want to come back and work on this film. So why why wouldn't you have some of that reflect? Like, take a different approach then. Yeah. If just making another Indiana Jones movie wasn't what interested you, then find an angle. And it just seems like they didn't, and they just went ahead and just made a rote uh, Indiana Jones movie, where Indiana Jones doesn't really do much of anything doesn't really solve a lot of puzzles he kind of just carries around a uh, a non-functioning john hurt around to solve puzzles for him and it's it's just kind of like just flat i mean re-watching it i i hadn't seen it since i was it was in the theater i, I think i went with my father and uh, again i wasn't big on the franchise so i, I as much as I want to try to remember how I felt after seeing that film, I don't think I understood most of it. And then even now, like, it's just, it, it feels like just pure Easter eggs. And then we get, you know, just Harrison Ford not really having much of a character, just being kind of, kind of flat. Sometimes you see a little bit of a spark of, uh, of like, not a snake. But it's, I don't know, maybe it just doesn't land it just like that that humor doesn't land specifically for me but if i go back and watch raiders i mean i i saw that in college again and i was like wow this is really really good yeah raiders is definitely great like i i i i don't want to fault raiders just because of my apathy and i i was having trouble sort of like seeing some of the faults in the movie when i f- first rewatched it and i and i had spoken to some people about it and like it it became clear like they explained to me that like it's a bit unfortunate that even if the cg in kingdom in kingdom of the crystal skull jesus christ that title's not fun to say i know even if the the cgi isn't that aggressively bad in any extent it's just sad to see like a movie franchise that kind of feels like was kind of motivated by like the thrill of film craftsmanship and stunt work and actual practical effects work just fall to like usual hollywood cgi bombardment that has plagued every movie since you know it's a shame because i would even say the casting is not great in this film so let's talk about that is that your song is that your let's talk about that yeah there it is i hope you guys liked it Guys, that's our new jingle for halfway through when we start to talk about how bad the casting is in this film. Uh, so here's my hot take. Shia LaBeouf did not fail in Indiana Jones. Indiana Jones failed Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> I think it's just a weird time period, especially looking back, when we thought Shia was going to be like this, you know, young man actor. He's going to be the, the the next Leo, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's just, he just, he wasn't going to go that way. And we really were pushing him. And I wouldn't be surprised if, I mean, this and Transformers pushed him away from all that. I'm happy for him. No, I know who's the worst in this movie. Are you ready? Oh, dear. Go ahead. It's, it's Kate Blanchett. Oh, no. Don't I say love it. Her with all my heart, y'all. I love her. 
I love her. This is the worst thing I've ever seen her do. I'm really upset. Her accent was atrocious. And not even in a fun way. Just bad. It was bad, dude. Yeah. It was. was. I'm looking at your cat picture on Skype as I talk to you right now. And I'm just, I'm letting you know, cat Alex. Kate Blanchett (laughs) really let us down on this one. I don't know what was going on with her career. But I would say this is probably her worst role. I think she followed this up with Benjamin Button. So I guess she was on an old people thing for like a minute. (laughs) I've never seen Benjamin Button. Uh, It's got its problems, but it's also kind of gorgeously shot. And it's got some good sequences in it. And I don't know. Okay. Man, yeah, there's no getting around it. Like, Cate Blanchett's the best. And it's a bummer that, like, all of her scenes in this movie kind of fall flat. On paper, she sounds fucking cool as hell. Right? Obsessed. Russian. Pseudo-Nazi? Fuck yeah, dude. I love that shit. Let's do it. But I'm yeah, all fucking for it. I'm so fucking for it. I even like... I kind of like how she went out. Like, got no problems with it. Mm-hmm. And that's another reason why we have a hard time doing these podcasts straight up about actors. Because, I mean, how much can you blame them when they are, you know, when they're they're directed to be a certain way? I mean, come on, man. This was a big blockbuster. She couldn't figure out the accent. They got, they had her in training. You know it. Yeah, they spent money to get that accent. Whatever. It was supposed to be, like, Ukrainian. It was, like, doing a British thing. It was, it was in and out, in and out. I hated it. I hated it. it was yeah. Bad. She's really cool, though. Want that haircut. It's a good look. Like, I, I totally imagine a, a version of this movie that was good enough. And maybe if this movie had come out now and was better, like, everybody on Tumblr would be drawing Kate Blanchett in this movie, and I would be all for it. We could still find it on Tumblr. You can find anything on Tumblr. Okay, so let's pivot away from the casting for a minute to talk about the aliens thing, because I feel like a lot of people shit on the whole alien subject. I'm back and How forth, man. One side of me is like, wow, I'm super happy they stayed to this, like, this very generic, like, 1950s look for the aliens. Like, the UFO is just like a UFO. The aliens look just like an alien. But also, I mean, like, you saw what I posted on Twitter. They look so stupid. I think the skull at least looks cool. I, th- The skull looks pretty cool. The skull looks cool. The skele- If they stayed as cool crystal skeletons, I might have been more down. People have argued that, like, aliens doesn't make sense in Indiana Jones, but... I honestly came into it literally feeling that way. Being like, I was about to watch it, I'm like, I hate this movie. I hate that they did aliens. It makes absolutely no sense. That's not even part of that universe. Watched it again, and I'm like, wait a second, dude. People melted looking at a at a golden box. Yeah, like, they literally found the Holy Grail, and and they drank from it, and the man turned into a skeleton. So, like, you know, I, I think that I think it totally fits thematically, and I think it's... Honestly, like, if there's one thing I can't follow the movie for, it's all the 1950s set dressing, and plot threads, and, and all the ways in which they connect the time period of this film are fucking really great. I'm one of the people that actually does enjoy that whole sequence with the nuclear bomb, like, I don't give a fuck that it's, like, implausible. Like, none of this shit makes sense. I know, but that was... Co- I don't... They didn't need that, man. I don't think that was necessary. I don't know. I think it's some good scene setting, and I, I really enjoyed it. And that shot of, of Indiana Jones looking up at the mushroom cloud is fucking chef's kiss gold for me. I don't know. I really like it. 
I like it. I don't. I don't know. I was so off. I was like, I was like, okay. I know you guys want to do things outside of it, but was that sequence necessary? They had too big of a budget. That's what happened. I mean, also, what I was about to say was, you, I mean, you can't get costuming wrong when you have that big of a goddamn budget. Oh yeah. Well, of course. But like, I, I just think I don't know. I, I think they could have like brushed the period aside. And just done a regular Indiana Jones adventure, but I'm glad that they leaned into it as much as they did. Mm. I like I like Mutt's whole greaser thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, if you have to make Shia LaBeouf a little bit cool in that time period, you had to make him a greaser. He still looked like a goddamn dork. Yeah, well, that's the, that they played into that. Like, he's not a cool greaser. He's he's totally kind of a loser, and it's kind of great. I don't know. I really like Mutt. I don't blame Mutt. I'm not upset with Shia. It's been a few years. I, I think he had an interesting role. You'll never see him in a role like that again. That was cool. It was a blip in time, and I think it could have gone well. Um, I don't know if he would have been the next Indiana Jones. Oh, God, that was weird. But as, like, positioning him as, like, Indiana Jones' son, even though it, it has no ramifications or effect on Indy at all, which is fucking weird, it, it, like, I think he himself, he's doing a pretty good job, and I like his relationship with uh, the other professor. I don't know his name. Ox! Ox, yeah, they just shout it all the time. Ox! Having uh, Shia, like, go up to Ox and, and try to strike a conversation with him and trying to get him to remember... Uh, that he exists and recognize him like that that scene should have made me cry bullets but instead they just cut to indiana jones having no emotional reaction to anything i know he doesn't even care he's like ox okay whatever i gotta move on shia's trying so hard to sell that and nobody seems to give a shit about him it's such a bummer to me i want to talk about marion i like marion a lot she's like a high quality lady okay (laughs) (laughs) she's very cute in in the raiders Mm. and she's still cute in this movie and i like i like you know they made her you know they made her a little corny but i i still think she's great and i'm I'm happy they brought her back as indiana jones's like main squeeze his bottom bitch you know what i'm saying yeah a a lot of people will have like this weird (laughs) <laughs> fucking idea that Indiana Jones would never like fall in love or get married because he's too busy fucking every woman he meets I guess like pe- pe- people were upset about that and it's like why do you want this and, and how does that how does that inform Indiana Jones as a character what the fuck does that mean why do men want all of their male characters to be like James Bond and just like fucking a new girl every single movie why can't he have a love interest that's, that stays around it doesn't get killed Especially when he's an old fucking dirty grandpa. I don't need to see Indiana Jones 5, Dirty Grandpa 2, Indy's still getting it. I don't need that in my life. It's okay. Dude's like 50. He can get married. He can fall in love. He doesn't need to get his nut in (laughs) in South America at that age. I just want to see a franchise where, like, a man has a, like has a love interest it's not the main part of the plot and she's not like killed or worse for his plot like just she's just okay at some point during his adventure he'll he'll give her a call and be like hey how are you doing it's like i'm doing okay when are you coming back oh i'll be back like tomorrow i think and then that's it and then they say i love you i love you and then that's it they're happy and they're okay the closest we get to it is hawkeye (laughs) 
Hawkeye in Avengers. Well, it, what is it, the first film that you introduced to his wife? Uh, Age of Ultron. Age of Ultron. Yeah, they're just fine. They're just fine. He kept a secret. It's not his main like storyline. Even after that, like he's just you know he hangs out with his kids and then he goes and does some shit. Imagine keeping the fact that your wife is Linda Cardellini a secret. She's cute too. That shit ain't happening. She's great. I love her. Her and Marion. God bless. God bless. <laughs> I I don't hate all the characters in this. I think Kate could have done better. In general, just think the overall story of the film's not that great. It's not any particular element's fault, I would say. I just finished watching the movie and I'm like, I didn't like this. It was convoluted. Puzzle solving didn't really match up as much as I wanted it to. It, it felt really drawn out and kind of lost. I, I don't want to just use interviews from Steven Spielberg as proof that they didn't give a shit. Obviously, making a movie in any capacity is a fucking labor of love, even if you didn't care about the project at the outset. You know, making a movie is fucking hard work. And especially when you have to wrangle all these people and, and really find a way to justify bringing them all back. It, it's tough, but it, it definitely just... Things just feel a little bit sloppy and undercooked, and, like, characters don't really have any sort of reasonable arcs. And when you're four movies in, I don't care if that's just not the kind of thing you do. I, I, I think, you know... If you have one character in four films, they better get some kind of development or a reason to be there. Uh, I think the alien stuff's okay. I don't know. Like, it, it kind of reminds me... It, it feels like it's taken out of, like, some Indiana Jones expanded universe. It feels like... I don't know. We had a video game called Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. He does wacky shit all the time. I could Having a 50s set adventure where he finds a UFO, I'm down for that. I just think the execution was lacking. And mm-hmm. I think just the general momentum of the movie feels off. And also, if you're going to have John Hurt in a movie, fucking have him do something. I have some questions for you. All right. One, do you think Indiana Jones 5 is actually going to happen? Nah. Right? Like, people, nah. like, bring it up and they're like, oh, it's on the list on IMDb. I'm like, that shit's not going to happen. No. Okay, let's say if it does happen. Is Shia coming back? No. Are they going to pretend this movie never happened? Probably. I think Harrison's just going to be in his Blade Runner outfit of t-shirt and jeans. Yeah, that's all he wears. That's all he wears to movies now. He's like, I'm not dressing up for this. I'm in a t-shirt and jeans. Film I'm not, me. I'm not, I'm not wearing your fucking funny hat. Fuck you. I'm just, I, got my, I got my fucking Arizona t-shirt company t-shirt from JCPenney, and that's what I'm wearing today. Fuck you. Oh my god, that's amazing. It's true, though. Oh, I love Blade Runner 2049. It was so good. It's just gorgeous. Can we do a podcast on that? Yeah, let's do it. Let's just only talk about that that movie and, like, how they treat females in that movie because a lot of people were, like, offended. And I'm like, you're supposed to be offended. Ooh, I would love to have that conversation. That's fucking dope. Yeah. Yeah, man. Yeah, Sarah let's gets in deep it. with that movie. Okay. Maybe uh, we, we forgive audiences for not going to theaters to see Blade Runner 2049. We forgive you for not paying to sit through a two-and-a-half-hour movie. I saw a movie in a Dolby theater. God damn, that movie's loud. Wow. Some, that, boy, that boy was slapping the synth real hard, and it was hurting my ears. Jeez. Can you imagine Harrison Ford sitting through that movie trying to watch it? <laughs> he would not be down. He's just like, I literally can't deal with this artistic bullshit. He'd just leave. Oh, no, he'd definitely sleep. He goes, he would be sleeping. Somebody's like, wake me up when I show up. (laughs) 
somebody nudges him, but he's like, just tells him to fuck off. Fuck off. Okay, but anyways, this movie, no, they're not going to make another Indiana Jones movie. You guys are too excited about that. It's not going to happen. Just let it go. Just like there's never going to be another Avatar. <laughs> Unless someone, like, does it way later after Cameron's passed away or something. <laughs> in loving memory of James Cameron, who spent fucking 20 years in a submarine trying to make a movie. I'm going to make the sequel to Avatar. It's going to be me. It's going to be some, like, young white guy. Sorry. No, that's okay. There's no way it's not going to be a white guy. It's going to be some guy with an acronym for the first two letters of his name. Oh, my God. Yeah, that's my favorite <laughs> sequel trend, is get fucking, like, W.E. Shelby on the fucking line <laughs> and get him directing the sequel. Ugh. Shouts out to JJ. I actually really like JJ Abrams, so I feel bad that I cool. after him like that. But I love JJ Abrams. He's cool. We have, like, four other Spielberg movies that we could talk about. It's hard to pinpoint which is his, like, least regarded because there's, like, four or five. I mean, the only reason we did this one is because y'all voted for this one over, like, what, 1941 and BFG. And Ready Player One. Yo, people are so mad that we included Ready Player One, but the, like... The aggregator sites have it lowly rated, so I kept it's it in the bottom, rated, like, five or six. It's not my fault. Hey, don't get me wrong. I, I love, I love Ready Player One, dude. Are you kidding? I haven't seen oh, it. Oh, dude. Dude, I love it. I love Hello Kitty fucking beating the shit out of fucking <laughs> Frank and Weenie. Fuck, yeah, dude. Are you kidding? Hold on. Is that, is that Gundam? Oh, shit, they got Gundam in this one. I love when Gundam... <laughs> Gundam just fucking beats the shit out of Chewbacca. Oh my god. Oh, wow. What a good... I love Ready It's like, Play hey, one. do you want to see all your pop culture favorites just, like, fucking rage on each other? Hell yeah, dude. I honestly will not watch it unless it. I'm told to watch it for this podcast. Oh, please, guys. Come on. This is my only chance. <laughs> it's the come only on, way y'all. I'm going to ever watch that film. Because I just... I got no interest, guys. I mean, like, it's just a pop culture, like jerk off i'm not interested <laughs> does nothing for me so it's really the only way i'm gonna watch it um we're not gonna go straight through all these spielberg films though so let's we don't exactly know what our next film is gonna be though so uh if you're listening and you've got like a real passion to hear me just be pessimistic like always about one of uh, a film that you also dislike and have alex come up with some more white people names um let us know yeah come on please help us out y'all I haven't tabbed out of SafePapaJohns.com. Papa John's been staring at me for the entirety of this recording with his arms crossed. Oh, man. Can you send me that picture, just the image file, so I can make that my new Skype icon so you can stare at it while you talk to me and while we record these episodes? <laughs> Will do. I'll send it your way now. Okay, thank you. I appreciate that. That's all we've got. Indiana Jones. It's not... The worst. It's not the best. I don't know. Man. It's better it's than people gave it credit for. Okay, we didn't need a whole South Park episode about Indiana Jones getting defiled. Okay, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, we don't need we don't need the red letter media guys to fucking make like a five hour documentary about like why the movie sucks. Like it's just like it's not that crazy, guys. Come on, just anyway. That was our review of Dirty Grandpa, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull, Indiana Jones, and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I got it right? Yeah, good job. Holy shit, guys. We did it. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. Don't save Papa John. Leave him in the dungeon. Piece of shit. Fuck you.
internal pressure is 5 G's. <laughs>